what would he do if we give the very best we've ever given? If we worship like we had never worshiped before? I'm glad that God has allowed me to be here and allowed me to be here with strength. <clears throat> Let me read this scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4. 1 Corinthians 12, pardon me, 1 Corinthians 12 and 8. For to one is given by the Spirit the, the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gift of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self-same Spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Matthew 4 and 23, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all the sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those that were possessed with devils, and those that were lunatics, and these that had the palsy, or those that had the palsy, and he healed them. I, I want to talk to you a little bit on the subject, faith prince. Faith prince. God wants to stamp some people here tonight with the print. Oh, hallelujah. You can be seated. To one, he is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. Oh, I tell you what, I, I, I ask God tonight, to give us at least five of each of these things. Maybe more, but five. Um, boy, we really need people with the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. All of a sudden, you know things that you never knew because you saw it as God began to move in your life and operate 
under those things. And you know, it, you don't have to, um, well, let me rephrase it. It's, it's not by education. It's by the Spirit. It's given by the Spirit. And this scripture uh, tells of several cases where God wants to do it. I, I, would, I would be thrilled to know that these five guys on the front right here were given of those spirits. And uh, the spirit of knowledge and understanding and wisdom. And by the same spirit, the gift of healing. My Lord, have mercy. I know God can allow somebody to just walk up to you and touch you. And you say, what in the world happened to me? My Lord, have mercy. And, and what I like about this, these things are not just given to one person. But God wants to give that spirit or those spirits to all of us. Well, I believe it. And I, I want it printed all over this church. Hallelujah. That God can take a hold of someone in such a, a beautiful fashion that they don't even have to leave here tonight without it. I don't know what you would like to have, but uh, um, maybe some of you want a, a, a spirit uh, to lay hands on people and they receive the Holy Ghost. Well, I, I think that's a great thing. But then there's some, he wants to lay hands on them and give them the spirit uh, to heal people. And uh, man, am I, am I off beam a little bit? What, what would God do if we just allowed it to happen? Let's, let's, let's let it pour out on these guys right over here. All of these spirits where, where they can lay hands on the sick or they can speak a word. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Just, just a word of knowledge. Uh, not something that you know, but all of a sudden the Spirit moves on you and you can speak things to someone and they look at you as like, where did you get that? Boy. Well, let me, let me ask, um, well, what kind of spirit would you like to get a hold of you right now? Spirit of wisdom. How about you, sir? Wisdom. How, how about you, Brother Nichols? You want all of them. That's what I like. I want it to operate through me. How about you, Brother Jackson? All of them. In the name of Jesus. Put it on him, Lord. Where he can speak with wisdom. And then knowledge comes out of his mouth. Hallelujah. And, and then all of a sudden, 
Uh, it, it's not the knowledge or the wisdom, but all of a sudden the spirit of worship comes on him. And, yeah. Hallelujah. You know, I, I was 12 years old, and one day uh, these, this guy come to the house, and uh, he said he wanted to talk to my parents. And so uh, they allowed him to come in, and when I heard he was coming, I, I crawled in behind the couch because I wanted to hear what he had to say. I later learned it was the worst mistake I ever made. Uh, but I listened, and he talked in riddles. And, and uh, he, when, they, when he got through, uh, my parents and another family were there, and they said, what in the world was he trying to tell us? I, I don't understand what, what he was saying. And I come crawling out from behind the couch, and I heard that little narrow belt of my mother's as it come through all the loops. <laughs> Sound like the fluttering of a bird. And that white belt was hanging in her hand like that. And I said, before you whip me, mother, I got to tell you what God was saying. And when I began to tell them what God was saying, she dropped the belt and started weeping because her... 12-year-old son or 11-and-a-half-year-old son had the word of wisdom that day. And I looked at my daddy and I said, Daddy, you made the worst mistake of your life by inviting that man into your house. And because you have done so, 50 years shall pass over you and you will lose everything you put your hand to for 50 years. Boy, the Spirit of the Lord come over me, and I, I begin to tremble. And uh, I, I, I live to see those 50 years. Everything that my daddy tried to touch or work on, it, it went wrong. The cars broke down, everything for 50 years. But one day I walked up to him, and I said, Daddy, the 50 years is over. And I said, and God's fixing to bless you because even in the days of your losing of everything, you, you, you live for God and you, you serve God when it looked like nothing was going right. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I said, now you'll be blessed above measure. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness alive. What, what would God do if we just said, God, uh, give me patience? No. You ask for patience. You may get it, but it comes with a cost. My Lord, have, have you ever asked for patience? Oh, my, we need patience. But I'm going to ask God, just give it to me on the sly. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I, I, I want patience, but I, I don't know if I should ask for it or not. But if God wants to give it to me, God, I'll take whatever you got to give. 
God wants to help us. And he wants us to have wisdom. Hallelujah. Someone might come to you and they say, Brother Born, our brother, our sister, I have this problem. And the Spirit of the Lord comes right out through you and you begin to tell them what they need to do. And you can lay hands on them by the same Spirit. Hallelujah. And it begins to help them. And they bring them through a, a disastrous situation. And, and all of a sudden, they believe that God's going to help them. And they, they get what God gives them because you was responsible that God allowed you to speak into their life. You know, y'all, maybe, maybe y'all already smart. I, I had a church one time many years ago, and when I got there, I, I looked at the men, and, and one of them come to me, and I, they, they wouldn't respond, and I said, uh, uh, why don't y'all respond? And so these men says, uh, we're smart people, and said, um, we're used to seeing God work real real strong and, and um, we know what to do in a given situation and so really we don't even need a preacher I pointed my finger at him and said you do need a preacher oh hallelujah I had to talk with someone in the office and um, all of a sudden I said, whoa, whoa, whoa hold, hold on just a minute. And I eased out of the office and went around and there was a guy with his ear up to the window trying to hear what I was telling someone. And I said, get in that church. He said, well, I'm a smart man. I said, you're not very smart. Because God told me you was out there and I caught you. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes, uh, well, I, I remember one time God, God spoke to me in a strange way. And I, I, I saw this turkey. And he was about six foot tall. And he was hiding behind a tree. And every way I would try to get to where I could look at him, he kept going around that tree. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You know, and then he come to me and he said, um, I, I was pastoring two churches at that time, and he said, God told me that I was supposed to pastor this church. I said, well, he hadn't told me that yet. I was sitting looking out the window on my desk. I, I wasn't sitting at the desk like this. I was sitting on it looking out the window. He said, turn around and look at me. And I said, uh, I don't need to look at you to know what you got up your sleeve. And I knew what was coming. He, he come in the office wanting the church, but he didn't have the right spirit. 
And finally, he tapped me on the shoulder. And I turned, and when I got turned like this to look at him, I couldn't move quick enough. His fist caught me and knocked me over the desk. And when I fell down, he come on top of me with cowboy boots and started kicking me in the face till my ears, eyes, and nose was bleeding. And I couldn't see because my eyes were bleeding. And he kept kicking me. I'm talking about what God needs to give us, and that's not part of it. Maybe I've got off track here a little bit. Oh, goodness of life. Finally, uh, one of the brethren got in the office and pulled him away from me. I, had, I just lay there trying to cover my face, and, and uh, he kept kicking me, and this brother pulled him off of me, and I got up, and they led me out of the office to the pulpit, and uh, I couldn't see, and I couldn't stand up. But, you know, that man never worked another day in his life. He was sick from that day till he died at 40 years old. You don't do that kind of thing. God wants us to be able to, uh, this young man, uh, all of a sudden the Spirit of the Lord comes on him. And uh, an adult, he looks at them and he says, uh, don't make that mistake again. Oh, Lord, have mercy. God, God's wanting to get our attention real strong here tonight. If you were to ask for a specific thing, what would you ask for? Discerning of spirits. You might not want that once you run into the spirits that looks at you and says, they, they, they smile and you look at them and you say, well, that smile don't mean the smile. Oh, Lord. Maybe I were to shift gears here. What, what would you ask for, sir? Sir? You take all of them? You think you could handle them? You, you boys, you think you could handle the Spirit of the Lord coming on you? Hallelujah. And you're just walking down the street and you see a young man and you say, hey, I'd like you to come to church. And they look at you and say, man, I don't go to church. You say, and the Spirit of the Lord moves on you and all of a sudden they start backing up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what's that's got a hold to you? It's not what's got a hold to me. It's what's trying to get a hold to you and turn you around and move you towards God. So we come to church and sometimes God wants to put a spirit of worship on us. And uh, we, we know how to worship around here. But, but God's fixing to, uh, you know what I thought about doing? And I don't know if I, don't, I won't do it yet. Count the pews here get halfway and take everybody on the front and stand them on the front and move these up to the front and let these go to the back. So I'm going to get back here and preach to y'all. 
How long since you danced? Okay, well, that's close enough. How, how about you, sir? Um, Sunday night at church. Sunday night. Oh, goodness. How about you, son? I'm not sure if I've ever really danced all that much. Boy, God, I'd like to get a hold of you real good. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, I'm not going to put you on the spot here. How about you, sir? You don't remember? We need to get something where your remembrance will be restored. Oh, hallelujah. You know, God wants to get a hold of everybody in this church. Hallelujah. And, and, and it's not how much you dance. It's the fact that you get into it. Hallelujah. You know, I, I got this policy on my insurance that if I have a flat, I can just sit in the car till someone comes and changes it. I, I thought I'd made a mistake the other day. I was driving down the road and I uh, hit a piece of wire and the uh, thing went flat and I sit there for three hours waiting on that dude to come. <laughs> and when he got there, he said, uh, what you want me to do? I said, duh. <laughs> I said, can you take the tire off? I don't have anything to take it off with. I said, what in the world? You drove out. You've been three hours getting here, and you didn't even bring a jack or a patch or an air compressor? Well, no, I didn't know what you needed. I said, it's a tire situation, sir. <laughs> this was just three weeks ago. I said, what's your boss's name? You got a telephone number? Yeah, I guess so. I said, let me have it. I don't even know if you can call it. So God comes to church and he says, I want to bless all of them sitting on the outside edge of this center aisle. And they say, who, who is God? Can, can God bless me? Can he bless you? How about you, lady? I know he'll bless that one. And God told me he hadn't forgotten and he's going to multiply. Yeah. Not divide, but he's going to multiply. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. So if God's going to give wisdom by his ability and he's going to give knowledge and how to receive that and and some will be walking down the aisle and they'll stop and they'll say, God told me tomorrow someone's going to come to your job and it's going to be the best day you've ever had. 
And to some of you, he's going to tell you, well, why don't you buy a bill of groceries and take them over to a certain house? And you say, well, I think they got more groceries than me. But that's not what God said. He said, take some over there. You don't know what the situation is. Or God may tell you to go to a certain house and, and pray for someone. I, I was sitting in my house one day. My wife was fixing uh, the evening meal. And, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, the Lord says, call one of the brothers in the church. And I, I said, okay. So I picked up the phone and I dialed his number. And uh, it rang and rang and rang and rang. My wife said, walked in. She says, how long are you going to hold that phone? I said, till he answers. Now, normally they quit ringing about five rings, but it just kept ringing 100 and 125, 150, 175. And I just holding out the phone and I was listening to the ringing. And I said, he's there. Or God wouldn't have told me to call him. And finally, he picked up the phone and didn't say a word. I said, don't hang up. I'm on my way to help you. And I ran, jumped in the car and took off to his house. And when I got there, I walked up to the door and it was open and I stepped inside and he was weeping. He said, I have problems so severe that I took my 38 pistol and I put it up to my temple and I started to pull the trigger and the phone started ringing and I said I'll wait till it quits ringing I'll wait till it quits ringing and I was on the other end of that deal and I'd start to hang up the door I said no 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 and so I wouldn't hang up and it rang and it rang Finally, he said, well, I'll answer one more call. And it was the right call. And I thought, I would have had to preach that good brother's funeral. Because he had overloaded his mind with his problems. Wow, what was that? Is that this thing? Well, if it does that again, y'all jump up and scream. <laughs> you almost did anyway. <laughs> Lord, Lord. I got to his house and there was a 38 laying there and there was a note already written out. And I, I said, Brother, God cares more about you than you think. And I'm here to help you. And he gave me that 38 pistol and I put it in my pocket. I said, I'm taking this home with me. It was the pistol that belonged to Mr. Buford. Uh, what's his name? Buford Pulsifer or something. The sheriff. Still got it. But tonight, God's trying to get your attention on this one thing. you got to be sensitive enough in the spirit that you know to respond on a given moment. You might call a sister or a brother 
that you don't know what they're going through. Or someone might call you when you're in the same situation and you need to be prepared by the Holy Ghost power to know what to say. You may not know what to say, but God will put words in your mouth that will bring people right back to their senses. Hallelujah. And when he does, you will be a savior to them in that particular situation. You say, Brother Bourne, this is not what I was expecting tonight. Well, this wasn't what I was expecting either. But I'm trying to obey the Holy Ghost. Maybe I'll get a little more response in this hour. Are you going to respond? How about you, lady? Well, we're going to find out. You gonna respond, lady? You always do. I ain't I'm preaching to you. Oh, hallelujah. But all of a sudden, it, it will be a day when it it might be the sun shining, it might be raining, and God tells you to go and He tells you to go knock on a door and you say, I can't I, what do I go there for? You don't know whose life you're fixing to save. And sometimes you don't know whose life you're going to save by getting out in the aisle and just obeying God in a given moment. Hallelujah. You say, Brother Bourne, I'm not that kind of person. It's not how high you jump. It's how I'm going to give it my best every day because my preaching is going to save some tomorrow, not tonight. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My God, have mercy. Faith, Prince. Boy, faith is going to be mustered up in, in this and... and uh, which one of you guys plays a drum? Uh, you the one playing it tonight? I tried to see who it was, and I couldn't quite focus. You, you might be fixing to play the drum, and God tells you, get up and go back and pray for a person. Uh, that's probably not the way you operate. But uh, if God tells you, just get up. And you, you walk down the aisle and you already got your instructions. Yeah. He, he could even speak to this and if she'd listen. I mean, she's not a real outward person as far as I can see. I mean, she might be at home. But she might be up there singing so pretty with that pretty dress on. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord tells her to just walk down the aisle. I hope you respond because it will be the saving of someone down this aisle. Because they're not expecting you to come. And when you walk up to them and said, could I pray with you? Because God wants to help you. 
Oh, hallelujah. And that can happen to either one of these boys. Oh, hallelujah. I'm afraid that somebody will... You know, I, I would hate that I needed help and God spoke to you to help me. Not, not monetary value, but just to tell me, hey, keep going. God's fixing to give you a revival like you've never seen before. And I say, whoa, I need that, God. And I, I, I want you to tell me that. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm talking about faith prints. Well, we're going to leave some prints here tonight. Uh, I don't know if it's footprints or handprints on your head. Uh, I don't know if it's just someone walking back and just looking at you and say, God's fixing to help you. And when he does, you ain't never been helped like God's fixing to help you. Matter of fact, this is what I'm talking about. God said, just walk back and put your hand on his shoulder. And when you walk out of here, that print's going to stay on you. Amen. Amen. When you get on the job, you look around and say, it's still there. Hallelujah. And God's going to help you on your job. Matter of fact, I'm telling God to give you a big raise on your job. I don't know. You may not need it, but tomorrow when you go to work or tonight or when you, whenever it is, God, put it on him, Lord, like you have never put it on him before. Oh, hallelujah. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. I say God's going to do it. And God's fixing to turn it around. I say God's fixing to turn it around. Hallelujah. What God's going to do, when he gets through, you're going to be able to walk up and say, let me help you. If that happened tonight, how would you respond? Hold on. Hold on. I'm talking about faith prince. Hey, God's fixed to bless this guy like he ain't never been blessed before. God a lot of praise, lady. Give God a lot of praise. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Faith Prince. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Faith Prince. 
God ain't through with you. I say, God ain't through with you. He ain't through. He ain't through. may not shake hands with someone, but, but when you just walk by and say, may the Lord richly bless you. You got that print on there now, so it's going to happen. I believe God didn't just bring me here just to waste a week. He brought me here to bring somebody out. Hallelujah. I, I say it often. And I don't want to let this night get by without giving God praise one more time. That doctor, when he looked at me and he said, put your Bible up where you can see it, because you won't ever need it again. And you'll never be able to walk up steps. If that's the kind of house you got, get rid of it, because... You can't walk up steps anymore. <laughs> it's almost to get on you. <laughs> hey, brother. With a blue coat on. What, what's your name? Put a print on his shoulder. Maybe you ought to do that. Just find someone, just put your hand on their shoulder and say, may the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. I'm talking about faith, Prince. I feel like there's hands all over me, touching me. Hallelujah. Faith, Prince. Actually, this is what he said. These things shall you do in greater. And I, I read this, Matthew chapter 4 and 23. And Jesus went out or went about all Galilee 
teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sicknesses and all manner of disease among the people. And he says, and these things... You have authority over cancer. You have authority over strokes. You have authority over kidney problems. These things shall you do and greater. And his fame went throughout all Syria and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments. Boy, let me stop on torments. How many of you couldn't sleep last night? How many were tormented with, I just, well, God, I gotta, I gotta sleep. I gotta work. I, I need your help. Maybe you were tormented with a stomach problem. And, uh, Torments and these that were possessed with devils. I was in this revival and uh, this this woman come to church and uh, I was kneeling down on this side of the altar and the altar is out here like this and and I was praying with her and I had my Bible there and and uh, she'd got down on her face and. Uh, I could see that she was having some severe problems. And I, I read over there where it says, and Jesus uh, prayed for them and cast out devils. And when I said that, her arm come unjointed. And she reached up behind her back, over her shoulder, over the altar, grabbed my Bible and took that page and pulled it out and shredded it. And it went falling down to the floor. And I reached down and I picked up all the pieces. And I put it back in my Bible and I says, Devil, you just made a bad mistake. I put my Bible where she couldn't get a hold of it again. And I cast that demon spirit out of her. And she was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she went home, and that devil come to her room. Her husband had said he would never be a part of the church. But that night, when the demon powers picked her up off of the bed, and she was about three foot above the bed screaming, because, and her husband, at 2 o'clock in the morning, he called me. He said, preacher. I said, yeah. He said, my wife's floating about three feet above the bed. What do I do? I said, this is what you do. You say, devil, get out of my room. Get out of my room. I command you to get out. And I said, you better get to church tomorrow night. Well, he wouldn't even know altar call. He got to church and he ran straight through. When he walked in the door, straight to the altar, and God filled him with the Holy Ghost. He said, "Now God got to cleanse my home of every demon spirit." Oh, Lord, have mercy! We got power over that. 
Oh, hallelujah. Give me a little of that backup music. There you go. Respond. Responding. Oh, hallelujah. Better to respond here than to have to call for the preacher in the middle of the night. Because when you learn you got power over every evil spirit. believe it. You know it, don't you? I mean, we can talk to that devil and tell him, get on out of here. What one fellow says, hey, devil, come back. Come, come, come back in here a minute. You don't belong in this house, and I'm telling you, don't you ever get back in here again. Now get out. We got authority over that demon power. Faith prints. Oh, I hope those prints are on my back, on my head. Well, this ain't much preaching, but it's what God told me to do. If you miss Sunday, you're going to miss the best weekend of your life. Uh, hey, sir. Come on up here a little closer. Now respond right there.
Come on, find you a faith partner. Praise him for what he's about to do.